Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. What up, what up, what up, people? What's the deal, chaos beings? We're in the building again. It's that time. It's that time to spread this knowledge, spread this wealth, this be spiritual jewels to each other, and make our journey pop off. What's the deal, family? We're here again. Man, I know it's been a long time. It's been some time, but... um. 
you know, I've been absent for a, a really beautiful and great reason. You know, there's nothing more precious than a goddess being coming back to this realm and blessing you with so much energy and giving you just life to make things happen and just, you know, even push the bell of this whole reality. So, yeah, as y'all know, I, I just had my little daughter, and she is absolutely gorgeous, the love of my life. Everything I probably ever need in this reality. And, yeah, she just keeps me up, up, up. We haven't been getting no sleep, but we still pushing on. We two kids up, and it's all good. So, yeah, we back. This book club thing is popping off. What I wanted to do today was get deep into a review so we can refresh our minds and our spirit and soul on how to really pop off this energy of this of this magic. Because, you know, magic, you got to really make it a consistent habit. It has to be something that you practice on a regular so your subconscious mind can pick up on the techniques and the ideas of what you're doing and really push the veil of of this reality. That's all magic is. We're trying to manipulate this reality. And boy, oh boy, have I got some stuff to share with y'all. I'm going to go down. I'm going to, uh, let's see who's in here. It's going to go down. I have some stuff to share with y'all on my magical little journey, this little winter solstice little uh, time. And it was like my in-laws came in and everything shut down. Shit, I can't do shit. I mean, I had to put stuff up. I'm talking about my house is evaded. And, you know, when your in-laws come here from Jamaica and they, they ain't, uh, you know, they ain't nice. I mean, it's your house, but shit, they feel like it's their house. Hey, what is this? What? What? Why do you do this? What? Is... Nah, man, y'all stay over there and worry about what the fuck y'all got going on. <laughs> nah, they were cool. They were cool. We had a good time, man. And it's always good to, you know, go back down to a dead state and just exist in this reality for a little bit. Nothing wrong with that, man. And you know, family, you grow up with family and you've been through so many things, you always got to keep them in in your thoughts somewhere. But in the spiritual game, we don't have room for you. Not on, not on, not whatsoever. So, yeah, and that's another thing about family. I remember I heard Bobby say, some like he he basically said, uh, man, these people that uh, 
born into you, that's not your real family. And it's like, whoa. How do you, you know, how do you let go of family for so long, being in this realm for so long, you want to show them so much love, but how do you even let them go? What do you do? What is the mindset of even letting go family? Not really letting them go. It's just, you know, keeping them in their place, keeping them in that realm. So, yeah, I had my little good old time, New Year's, a new era, whatever all these motherfuckers want to call it. And, you know, they showed me some love. And they was trying to stay until my baby girl was born. And, you know, my baby girl was supposed to come around uh, December 25th, December 26th. And they were pushing it. They stayed all the way up to January 2nd. (laughs) They just had to bounce. They had to get back to their lives. You know, people got jobs. But um, my baby girl came January 6th. And, man, it was just an amazing thing because we have so many different symbols and spiritual enlightenment uh, ideas that we knew was going to be like the sixth or seventh that I got it. That's a long story, but I want to really break that down to one of these days on how that whole uh, energy transcribed to my Baby girl coming on the sixth, January sixth too, and it's magic. It's magic. It's magic. But uh, yeah, I'm on a fast, and today started my water fast. So I did ten days straight. Uh, well, water and a smoothie, a green smoothie, and today starts my just straight water. And boy, oh boy. I don't know what it is, but I have not felt nothing yet. Like, okay, let me be honest. I felt a little, you know, maneuver or hesitation or something. And that's just because I had to sit in the house all day. Man, it's like in Houston right now, it is freezing cold. It is freezing cold. There's no sun. There's ice on the streets, and you know us Houstonians, we don't like no ice. We don't even know what to do with ice. So it's it's a different element for us. It is a completely different element and a completely different level that, man, we just have to be stuck in the house. I'm talking about they shut down schools, they shut down stores. So yeah, we we on some uh we on some New York shit. <laughs> we on some New York shit down here for real. So I haven't been able to ground like I usually do. I usually go outside and ground, put my feet in the in the grass and walk around in the grass and just stare off into the sun, sun gaze, and you know um, I'm. Yeah, I can't wait to get back to that. Hopefully tomorrow warms up down here. But in that, 
grounding, going outside and stuff, man, and me just being cooped up in this house, it has been making me want to eat a little bit. I ain't going to lie. Because usually I get a lot of my energy from grounding and the sun. Since I haven't been able to go out, yeah, I've been out here. <laughs> Ooh, today I've been in here looking. Man. But it it wasn't that bad. And you know what I noticed about these fasts, too? The more I do, the easier it gets. Now, I don't know. Like, last year was my first time doing a 40-day fast, and I did it all green smoothies. This year, I'm doing a 40-day fast. And it's 10 days green smoothie and then just 30 days rest water. And, man, them first 10 days just flew by. I haven't felt nothing. Like, literally, I haven't felt nothing the first 10 days. Probably because I've, you know, been still practicing my grounding and sun gazing a lot. But at the same time, I don't know what it is. I, I remember my first time doing a fast. I did uh, like a three-day fast, and I thought I was literally going to (laughs) die. I was feeling crazy. I don't know what was wrong with me. That was a couple years ago. And then I did a 10-day fast after that, and I was really hurting. But now over the years, I guess my emotional body and spiritual body kind of caught up with the idea of fasting. Now... Even like last year when I did my 40-day fast, it was still kind of easy. It wasn't nothing uh, too hard for me to touch on or anything like that. It was just, I get it. You got it. Just go through with it and make it happen. But another reason why I think it's been, the fast been easy, easier for me is because Man, y'all, I'm telling you, my mind is magic all the time. (laughs) I don't know what it is. The spirit world, something got a hold of me. But And that's, you know, that takes time through the years. You grow and grow. But now I see symbols all the time from the spirit world. I always see stuff or like, like, for instance, sometimes I'll pick up a book to a certain, just open up the book and my answer will be right there in the book. No, no, no looking through uh, chapters or anything like that. Just turn the book, point to something and start reading. And I know it's, I know it's the spirit because the things or the way my mind is set up now it's kind of like nothing really bothers me as much on this mundane realm. And I'm always looking for answers from my higher self to even just manipulate this uh, reality. So it's a beautiful thing, man. And that fasting is a, is a beautiful thing. For instance, like right when I, uh, when did I get that book? I think I got that Khadija book, um, three days ago 
And, you know, I was on my fast or whatever. First page you flip on. First page you turn. It talks about fasting. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's confirmation right there. Next page you turn. It talks about chakra work or uh, uh, aligning your chakras um, in a certain way. I'm like, wow, that's that's exactly what I'm on with with like spells and rituals and stuff. So yeah, it's it's been hitting me quite a bit, and um, I'm just enjoying the process, enjoying enjoying the process. All right, man, let's get to this thing. Look, this is what we're gonna do today, chapter one through four review. We're going to go in on this magician book so everybody can refresh their minds and then probably get a little bit of inspiration to go out and empower yourself to do some magic, make this thing happen. You know what I mean? And um, take this world as a big video game. Play the game. Play it for what it is. Don't look at it on the level of the mundane people or looking the dead. Look at this world as how how can I how can I get to my higher self and where do I what's my next symbol? What's the next what's the next mission for me to do? What's the next uh spiritual work should I do? You see, you always Always stay in line with your spirituality. So, yeah, we're going to go into this thing, chapter one through four. We're going to get this review started. First, let me uh, shout out my business, Love Lift Life. Love Lift Life. And, oh, that's another thing I forgot. I got my, uh, I got them my shake cards back. Well, our shake cards are here. Yes, family. So all y'all people emailing me and all this other goofy stuff. When are they coming? What's going on? They are here. What I'm doing is, look, everything I do is spiritual. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I put these things out. I don't, you know, I'm going to put them out, of course, for the family. But I have a certain timing and a certain ritual I'm going to do for them so I can redrop them. And that's basically what I'm waiting for right now. But they are here, and and they are ready. So, yeah, and let me tell you all a little bit about them. What it is is we're all energy. So... These deities, these gods, they are energy too. See, a lot of people got the misconception of uh, these Egyptians making these gods uh, a living thing outside of themselves. No, these Egyptians were talking about the energies within themselves. They got so many Egyptian deities. Man, these Egyptians used to make an energy god for uh, for using the restroom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
these Egyptians got gods for everything. It's just about doing the research and studying and figuring out what the energy does and how you can use it in your everyday life. So, yeah, my Ashe cards are on point because they give you direct instruction on how to use these energies and they also give you uh, the cards itself of the gods and goddesses from all different sects. No one, no, not just Egyptian, not Hindu, none of that. It's everything. We use it all. And we manipulate it all. So, yeah, I got that. Loveliftlife.com. Loveliftlife.com. Go get you the mache cards. I'm going to post the, I'm probably going to put the uh, thing back up soon. Just bear with me as I get my spirituality right with it. All right, what else? My statues, crystals, everything I sell is symbols. Symbols for you to get on your spiritual work. Just like today, this is what we're doing, spiritual work. And this work is about to be magical. And the thing about the work is you must understand that everybody has a different perspective in their work. So Bobby had a different perspective, panic. Okay, there's one common uh, goal or ideology, but everybody is different. Everybody's ritual is going to be different. Everybody's thought frame is going to be different on something. But that doesn't mean we can't share and build and help the next man grow so we can all uh, mash on this spiritual uh, thing. Y'all, I got to tell y'all, my dreams have been off the hook. Ooh, that's another story for itself, but my dreams, crazy. And, man, I'm seeing a lot of different orbs, colored orbs all the time. So I know this energy is all around me. You know, I'm protected, and I'm always invoking my different energies so I can power up and manipulate this whole universe. So, yes, with that being said, chapter one through four review, The Magician. Love the book. And really, and honestly, this book should be a refresher for everybody, the whole book. But let's dive into one through four. I'm going to read off the chapters so everybody can get a, a understanding. And then we're going to jump right into it, people. All right, chapter one. Magic is the ultimate science. I know what that is. Magic is the ultimate science. That means dispelling the whole illusion and concentrating on your magic. Okay, chapter two. The magical temple of psychic laboratory. The magic temple or psychic laboratory. So, you know, that's basically your the space where you go and uh, 
meditate, do your magic, your magic room. Uh, chapter three, the magical mind, which is a real big thing, the conscious versus the subconscious mind. You know, we're trying to tap into that subconscious and make this thing rock. And chapter four, the gods, the gods within. Okay, y'all know what that is. These are energies, just like I was playing with my shake cards. These are energies residing inside of you. All right, so we're going to jump on into this thing. But look, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to plug some people in and, um, you know, just be, let's get to the rules. we got to do that. Be respectful. Be a, um, be an avid listener, blah, 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 blah. Y'all know what it is. We making this thing happen. Y'all got it. Um, so yeah, that's what we're going to do. But, uh, uh, yeah, when, Everybody gives their time to shine, talk, say, speak your truth. But we not only talk about this book, family. You know what I'm saying? We got the book. We're doing our thing with it. But I just want to also hear about your spiritual journey. If you have some insight, let us know. Let us make this thing jump off. So, yes, I'm going to start with my homegirl, Kendra, because she always give me that energy and that light. Kendra, what up? Hey, 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 Kendra. Hey, good evening. Good Man, evening. I'm so glad you're back on, on task with the book. <laughs> yeah, back on it, back on it, man. Back in full effect. Man, that winter yeah. solstice wasn't no joke. No, it sure wasn't. It sure wasn't. Man, yeah. I, I'm talking about my family came and they just interrupted my whole little thing, so I had to put some stuff up that I didn't want to put up and, you know, drop down to a dead state and shoot, they was waiting for the baby. And I'm sitting here like, damn, I can't do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So all my work, basic, all my work basically been outside. Like literally I've been going outside and doing some spiritual work or, you know what I mean? But it's all good, man. You got, and that's the weird thing. We got to shelter to uh, these Christians, but they can't shelter mm-hmm. to us. That's like, true. That? That's crazy. That, I never got that, but okay. Mm-hmm. But what you been up to, Kendra? Well, I just been, you know, just you know, just realizing that you know, it's always, it's always, you know, spirituality first. You know, you you know, indulging into the work and. If you want everything to change in your life, you have to. That's the first thing you you have to do, and just really trying to. Every day is just like you know a learning experience for me. You know, I learn so much mm-hmm. every day. You know, I take everything as the spirit talking to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and good. And I've been seeing. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe I need uh, definitely need. Uh, um, I can. So I have a a reading with Khadijah coming up. Um, but uh, I've been seeing faces in everything, like just <laughs> in patterns, and you know, mm. it's like it's it's you know real crazy and stuff. You know, if I was to tell that, you know, like you said to somebody Christian, they probably would tell me, "Okay, you're losing your mind," or that's <laughs> you've been seeing faces in like your meditations. 
it, it like places like just just in just in uh it patterns like in wood and everything like you know mm-hmm. and patterns of material and stuff you know or just you mm-hmm. know crumbled up paper it's like the weirdest thing mm-hmm. i can't i can't explain it but i you know it doesn't scare me you know or anything it you know gives me you know uh, understanding that you know that I have, a, you know, that this connection with spirit and stuff, you know, uh, is definitely real. And um, mm-hmm. a lot of times we get, you know, so much, uh, so much sensory comes to us, uh, like, like a million uh, particles of sensory comes to us, like every second they say, and mm-hmm. we only can pick up like on two thousand, I think, you know. And what mm-hmm. happens is and stuff is that you get used to certain regular sensory things that you see, that patterns that you used to seeing, and then when you actually you know you know to slow yourself down, you can see things that you once couldn't see before. If you can, mm-hmm. you, know, you feeling me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so, feel you. I feel you. You know, it's um, it's you know, it's it's real, it's real deep, you know. But I've been definitely realizing that you know you know, that we really have to get in deep, not just with this book, but our own, you know, like, you know, do the work with our spirituality because that's the only way we're going to be able to control the matrix. We have been programmed through slavery, through Jim Crow, to be in subservient and also, you know, to, you know, as being oppressed people to kind of like think that, you know, we have no control over our destiny. You know, we are underneath the thumb of white supremacy and also, you know, of the church. But it takes a while, you know, to deprogram ourselves, you know, because this is genetic also. Our parents were programmed. Our great-grandfathers mm-hmm. were programmed. So we, yeah. we're doing a lot of work, and but the work that we're doing is going to help not just change uh, our future, but also help correct our past. So it's very important that we continue to do this and realize, you know, an economical system is not going to help us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, going to church is not going to help us because all we do when we do that, we give our energy outside of ourselves. This mm-hmm. is a one-person journey that you have to embark on and that you have to really go full force in doing it. It's just not something that you can do, you know, on, you know, on you know, on this day here or this day, you have to constantly, like you said earlier, you, magic is constantly on your mind. It has mm-hmm. to be like that. It has to be constantly on your mind for you to um actually, you know, be able to do that. And I definitely mm-hmm. understand what you said about family. It's like, you know, when you want to, you know, get into your, you know, spiritual practice and they're around, <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. you, you don't hate your family, but, you know, you're like, man, I really want but you have a connection with you, your connection with spirit is getting is is even stronger than your you know uh, than your physical uh, than your physical family. You know you get mm-hmm. a strong connection with the spirit world. Yeah, yeah, Kendra. Next time you see them faces, man, just go ahead and start talking. I'm a, <laughs> it doesn't like, like that. You know, God. I'm for real too because you'll start hearing vo- you'll start hearing some mm-hmm. voices or you'll start hearing. Uh, something in your mind where you mm-hmm. you you'll notice. Uh, oh wait, that's something different. That wasn't mm-hmm. you know that wasn't me. And then you'll just automatically receive a channel. 
and mm-hmm. it'll be just amazing. So yeah, start talking. Hey, just say hey, wh- who are you? What is? What is and then you know what I'm saying. And then mm-hmm. he's like, oh man, this is your uncle. I've been trying to get in contact with you. You've been messing yeah. me up and stuff. <laughs> and it's crazy. If I see it all the time, like I have some crumbled up paper. And mm-hmm. I'm looking at it, and I see. Especially okay. to the trees. When you talk, you see it, and if you see them in the trees, oh yeah, go ahead and start going on. Hey, what's <laughs> up? What 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 you need? What's up? What's going on? Mm-hmm. What you want? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And don't feel, you know, you got. That's the thing, though. You got to just let go of the. Uh, people just have to let go of the, you know, the ego inside of them. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, this is stupid. This is dumb. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But just make that make that thing happen because uh, once you do that, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm talking about everything just starts naturally flowing. And this is just the normal. It's just a normal everyday thing, really. Back in. Back in the ancient times, you know what I'm saying? They was doing this, so mm-hmm. we just, you know, forgot. So it mm-hmm. seems kind of funny. But that's mm-hmm. live, Kendra, that's live. We're going to get into the book, man. We're going to get into the book. Let me put some more people on. Let's see. Let's see who. South California. California. Hello. Hello, hello, South California. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, let me go with uh, Georgia. Georgia. Georgia's on my mind. Hi, how are you? <laughs> hey, what's going on? What's going All on, right. Tony? This is Tony. <laughs> Hi, Kendra, how you doing? Hi, uh, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, I, I've been listening to you guys, and a little bit i got to say about the family. I broke it off Christmas. See, my parents are 81 and 82. And uh, mama, my mama is a trip. She's a church, deep, 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 deep church. She told me since I stopped going to church, she said, you know, everybody's going to start thinking you crazy. I said, Mama, why would they think I'm crazy because you're out of the normal? I said, well, you knew the day I was born I wasn't normal. <laughs> so, 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 so now she leave me alone, okay? So that's the way I got to play it. And like you said, you see faces. Me and my daughter was looking in, in the backyard, and I seen, I got a wooden fence, right, a privacy fence. And I said, look, Tia, doesn't that look like a face? And then she kept looking at me. She 18. She kept looking. She said, Mommy, I do see the eyes right here. I know. So... She kind of thought I was dingy in a way, but I just got on it, and it is what it is. I said, well, if you can't see it, it's only for special people. I'm special. So a lot of times when we scared they're going to call us crazy, I just feed into it and say, yeah, I'm special. <laughs> yeah, we are special. We are special, though, Tony. We special yep. chaos beings. We are special chaos beings. Hold on, I'm gonna try to put a few more people on, and then we can just jump right into this uh, book, real, real. Okay. Let's see, um, North Florida, North Florida, are you there? North Florida, are you with me? Hello, hello, North. Peace, peace. How you doing? Peace, peace goddess. How you doing? You all right? I'm um, well. That's great. That's great. 
You been working on your spiritual magic, spiritual game lately? I got Uh-oh. my number eight right here. You got your number eight? Yeah. Tell us about that eight, man. Tell us what that eight looking like, that infinity. That eight looking like it's in my purse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got that from Bobby Kevin. I got that from that video. Oh, you Y'all remember that video that. you posted? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> boy, oh. you crazy, boy. I said eight. Okay, let me. I'm trying to get. Yeah, man, and Bobby is Bobby. And Bobby was for real about that too. That's the funny thing, Bobby. That magic man. The so eights. But you know, I like to use the nines too. <laughs> Oh, you got to put me on to the nine. Oh, yeah. It's going to go down for real. Hold on. Stay on the call, man. We're going to plug some more people in, and we're going to try to get this book popped in. Uh, North North Georgia. North Georgia. Are you there? Hello, North Georgia. Hello, hello. Hello, 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 North Georgia. You know what? Let me do this. Let me go ahead and see. Hold on. Let me see if my baby ready to get on the phone so she can tell you all about the experience we had with this bird. <laughs> Boy, it, man, I'm talking about it. it was a magic one. And then we're going to jump right into this book, y'all. Give me one second. I'm my office. Babe, what you doing? Trying to get on? All right, cool. Yeah, just let me know. No. All right, y'all. Let me let my goddess tell y'all about this miraculous birth we had real quick before we jump into this book. Babe, you there? Yes. Oh, shoot. That's my son, y'all. He's about to get kicked off. Y'all about to get kicked off because he's sounding crazy. Let's go. Let's go. You want to put his two cent in, too. Exactly. <laughs> Let him put it in. <laughs> that boy a magician for real, though. For real, I ain't never seen nothing like it. <laughs> Babe, what, 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 uh, tell him about your uh, endeavors. Since you've been uh, magically um, producing that breast milk. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, uh, how's everybody doing? Welcome back. Thank you. How are you? We are doing good. We are doing good. I'm glad to hear all you guys' voices. Uh, well, really quickly, I'm not going to give a whole story or anything like that, but just know we had our child in the car, y'all. It was like a movie. Mm. Are you serious? Like, oh, yeah. I'm so serious. Is that your second child? Yep, that's sorry, our second child. Oh, yeah, our second child, yeah. Mm. In the car, in the car, and uh, it was wow. a crazy Magical experience for sure, and I'm I'm glad it happened that way. Because if any of you have kids, you know that giving birth is hard, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. challenging, but uh, 
we were fortunate enough to get it done in like three hours. It just so happened to be wow. in the car. Mm-hmm. That that is magic. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. telling you, yeah, I forgot about that too. Yeah, that and, and you had no epidural. No epidural, no nothing. Oh. Wow, good for yeah. We both times had it at a, a midwife, Apua Hassan. Apua Hassan, shout her oh. out. She is a magician for real, and she do not. And um, she has a little house called the Birthing Center. And um, our first birth with my son KJ, it took about. It seemed like it took about twelve hours. Mm-hmm. So, from the start of the contractions to when KJ came. So this birth. Man, that took literally like two and a half hours from, she said, oh, oh, babe, I'm feeling some contractions. I'm like, all right, well, let's just sit here and chill. What you want? I said, you want to go, you want to go take a walk at the park? She said, yeah, let's go do that. So we went and walked. And man, I'm telling you, literally, we took, we took like two little walk trails around. And she just said, oh, wait a minute. It don't feel right. Hold on, it's getting <laughs> it's getting a little intense. And shit, from there on, we was on the move. We went back home. We went back home, and then the contraction sped up like a, a ton. And uh, and I'm talking about from our spot to the birthing place is about thirty minutes away. I made it in 10 minutes with traffic and everything, traffic and everything around. I literally made it in 10 minutes. Mm. I'm talking about I was driving 110 down the freeway, just flying. She going crazy in the car. (laughs) Man, I'm talking about it was amazing. And, um, but I knew, I knew the spirit was with me because for one, I'm talking about the traffic just opening up. Like, I got Ganesha, wow. and we, mm-hmm. we both got Ganesha in our car, so the traffic literally just opened up, and we just slid right through it. You know what I'm saying? And um, and I was riding the little side parts and the easy um, the little easy tags and stuff, but I'm talking about I was finding them open spots. Mm-hmm. And, man, we pulled up right on time. I ran inside the little birthing center. I said, Apua, Apua. She ran outside. And shoot, our baby was being born right there because Desiree could not move. <laughs> That's good. But, yeah, it was magic for real. It was something else. It was something real magical and something real uh, spiritual. And... um. Yeah, we couldn't even take that experience no other way because, you know, we didn't even want the the uh, contractions to prolong. That would have been something else, too, for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was it, man. Let's get into this book. Let me try to plug in one more person, and then we're going to get into this book mm-hmm. and see what's going down. Oh. Uh, See, I was trying to find Joy, but I don't see her on here. So, Western Michigan, Western Western Michigan, you are on West Michigan, Western Michigan. 
Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. What's Michigan? All right, everybody listening, that's cool. I just want to get the insight in. I feel you, I feel you. Um, all right. So let's start with chapter one real quick. We're gonna break it down. Y'all just jump in and give y'all insight whenever y'all want to. Um Okay, wait, let me see. Joy, you already on? Okay, let me see what she's talking about in this chat room. But okay, look. Chapter one, magic is the ultimate science. All right? So, chapter one was basically about um, dispelling the whole illusion of moralism, right or wrong. Uh, You have to you have to think in a linear line. Everything, um, there's only one right way, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, that whole idea of what's right, what's wrong, what what you can do and cannot do. Mm-hmm. So magic is the ultimate science, basically breaks down to deprogramming yourself out of this illusion. Right, mm-hmm. and and working your energy uh, towards your own thought patterns, your own your you know your own ideas. So moving towards that without asking somebody or getting somebody's approval, you know what I'm saying, or somebody saying, "Is that right? Is is this right? Is this wrong? Can I do this? Can I do that?" Nah, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Just make sure you put your intention in that space and everything else will flow. Make sure you have your intention. That's probably the only thing you need to do. But there is no right or wrong. Like, when I be watching these little shows, uh, what's that bullshit that show baby be watching? Um, uh, Rip the Runway? Or whatever. Project yeah, Runway. Seen that? Project Runway. Have y'all seen that? Yeah. Man, I'm talking about some of the stuff I like. These judges do not like. I'm like, hold on, man. Nah, that's not right. I just, but for some odd reason, you know, they feel like their opinion is valid. When they created the work, right? They created okay. their whole uh, magic towards their outfit, and they manifested an outfit, right? Mm-hmm. And now they trying to get, they trying to seek approval from another motherfucker that mm-hmm. you know can't mm-hmm. see their energy, can't see their light. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it kind of tripped me out. Now the last episode I seen on that. This little white girl was like, well, shit, I don't give a shit if y'all like it or not. I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's damn right. That's what I'm talking about. You better stand up for your shit. And mm-hmm. she got kicked off that same episode. I was like, damn. Well, at least she liked her shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, magic is the ultimate science. That's what I got from it. Anybody want to chime in on that one? Um, <clears throat> what I... What I um. 
liked about the, uh, that particular chapter, it was uh, it was saying that the true magic is in the individual. It's not on the outside, mm-hmm. and um, and it was saying that you know it's it's the the art of uh, magic is the art of using controlled thought to produce results, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much I feel like you know especially you know being in in the uh, <clears throat> and you know, in the, this three-dimensional world and stuff, a lot of times you um, you have a hard time controlling your thoughts. You have, especially living today, we have so many things going on. You have the TV, you have the, you know, you have the your phone, you have, you know, all kind of outside things. Um, so it's a distraction from you actually controlling your, your thoughts to produce the magic. Mm-hmm. So I mean, to me, that was like really important, you know, and um, mm-hmm. and also, and also the like you said, the good and bad thing that goes with the church. The, right. You know, when I came into spirituality, that was liberating. You know what I'm saying? You know, because you 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 think you know you don't, you always trying to please something outside of right. yourself. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And with spirituality. You know, and being connected to spirit is is really not like that. It's like it's neither good or bad. You know, just like you can use electricity to cook, you know, some food, or you can cook the man. You know, uh-huh. it's energy and it's the way it's, it's used. And to me, that that's like that was that was liberating, especially coming from the church. You know, because you was always scared you was gonna go to hell for something. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's just you know, but. To me, that that in itself was that has been one of the most liberating things about my spiritual journey is you know just putting away the moralism, you know. And, and can I piggyback off what you just said? Because where I am right now, I don't know who I heard it from. I believe uh, Panic said this. It 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 ain't no right or wrong he, uh, because where where it's a net one person's right, another person can perceive that as wrong. You know, mm-hmm. so it's really not a wrong or right, and that's why I'm having a problem with my neighbor right now. I know me, I'm trying to do uh, the, the, you know, because I come from inner city St. Louis, and this white boy don't know it'd be real ugly if I was, you know, and I'm old. I ain't young like y'all. I'm old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got I got grandbabies, y'all, in their young in their early twenties. But I ain't scared, you know. But the thing is, I notice this about white people. They want to, we've been so long been distracted. Even when you go to Walmart, you go in the line, if a white man in front of you, you see the way this cashier, <laughs> he, 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 and then you get up there, she can't even say how you doing, you know. But it's a, it's a brain, and I've been noticing it a whole lot. So I've been, they've been next door to me for a year. I speak to them, I'm cordial with them, but then he wants to extra. You know, how was your weekend? I hope you have a good weekend. One day told me, I'm so glad you're my neighbor. Don't come to me with all that craziness. Just hide <laughs> by, you know? Just hide by. That's it. We don't have to do no, you know. And so, since I don't give him no attention, I know this ain't nothing but work. You know, I'm supposed to give him attention because he's white. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. 
It ain't in my DNA. I'm going to be cordial with you. I'm not going to disrespect you or nothing. But I ain't going to hee-hee-ha-ha with you. I, you know, and I'm wrong, too, because I have a hard time with white people. <laughs> yeah, and the next time, uh, Tony, the next time you uh, burn them leaves outside, do a ritual with that and start chanting and stuff and then see what mm-hmm. he really talking about, see what he really knows. Be out, okay. be out there with some, uh, be out there with some magic on his ass, and sit and then see what he talking about. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. and you know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you. What I peep today, you know, since I've been on the spiritual thing, I see stuff kind of. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's not him. It's his wife. It's not him. It's not him at all. I know who it is. But see, I think because she, the only, all of the rest of us around here, most of us black, it's a few whites around, but the white people go with white, they're the only mixed couple. And I think she wants us to think, look up to her, you know, think she more than what she is because she with him. But to me, we all the same, you know. I, I'm not going to hee-hee-ha with none of y'all. You know, oh, yeah. I'm going to be cordial. Yeah. I'm real cool. I'm cool with all my neighbors, but I don't give you no extra. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, well, you already know she really confused if she black dating a, or married to a white dude. That's that's even that sounds crazy. Now, and down here, and, and down here in the south, and what makes it so bad? Even my daughter, my daughter, eighteen, my youngest, eighteen. Ooh, they, the baby's so pretty. The baby, I said, the babies don't look no better than nobody else. You know, them babies mm-hmm. orange. Okay, to me, that little mm-hmm. our baby's for the little six-year-old black girl, cold black, pretty little girl. <laughs> To me, it look way better than both of them kids. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Tony, you so well, boy. I'm anyway, sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. No, nah, you keep you on doing your thing. You know, you got that light. That's what I'm talking about. Who? Uh, anybody else got anything on chapter one? Um, I like the fact that it brought out that we can create. We 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 were created to create whatever we will, using the power and exercising our right of free choice. That we can sit over here and basically we have the opportunity to control and create the life that we will, that we that we want, that we desire. And mm-hmm. that's very, that's magical and stuff. And not mm-hmm. just allowing life to happen to us, to be, to be a creator in our own experience. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, to me, that's, like, very important. That's the whole reason why we're doing this magic, you know. Right, it's right. To create that, this yeah. life, you know. Yeah, and that's how this thing needs to pop off. we got to think about this thing as uh, we're creating our reality as as we speak it into existence. It's mm-hmm. happening, you know. So we got to move forward with that and make sure our mind is free from any of these distractions and any of these, uh, you know, things out that can throw us off our path. Like, uh, that bullshit ass Umar shit that I had to, Mm -hmm. Umar and Tariq or whatever. I had to let people understand that I'm not mad at what they do. You know what I'm saying? I'm just basically stating the fact that they don't have the Christ consciousness within them. To uh to manipulate this reality they want the way they want to. Now they might be um accidentally putting things together, right? But mm-hmm. for for them to be uh distracting their black people with white supremacy yeah. ideas, 
That's yeah. like a false flag. And Absolutely. and there's yeah. only one rule there's only one rule in the spirit world too. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they don't know. That's why they kinda of still delusional, but there's only one rule and that's teaching your uh people knowledge that doesn't better them. That's right. And let Unless, unless you're, uh, unless you don't know the truth. So if you don't know, then you know you're just speaking your truth. But if you do know, then you really a fucked up person. And I'm pretty sure they don't know. So, um, you know, they're not, they're not um, conscious in in the state of uh, of uh, bettering their people. They're just like uh, big time. White supremacy mm-hmm. promoters. I'm so glad you said that because Me too. I was feeling the same exact way about that. Mm-hmm. You know, Me too. I was feeling the same exact way. <laughs> I said, this year is a distraction. And I just felt as though that whole situation, I'm like, how you. You know, you want to say either we go or we not go. You know, so we can't be controlled by white supremacy. We are, if you are God, you are allowing white supremacy to control you. Mm-hmm. If you are God and you're creating your own reality and stuff, you are less a God if you sit over here and think that this what you know, if you truly buy into white supremacy. Does it exist? Yeah, we've seen it. We see that it does exist, but you can't allow it to control your life. Yeah. If you if you are going to be a lesser God, then guess what? You are going to give them that energy to to control your life. But right. you have to, you know, you have to. That's why they put all these distractions here. Now it is it, it has infiltrated into like the conscious world. But like you said, some of the things that that they said, all right, that they say, all right, some of the things, you know, a lot of, majority of it. Is based on the physical world, which we have no control. We, which, if you on the on the conscious plane, you cannot control the physical world. Mm, on that subconscious yeah. plane, that's the only way you can control it. And my mama would always say, "A broke clock is right twice a day." Exactly. Just because they're right on certain issues, don't mean that they're right on anything. And you don't. Yeah. You, you have to know yourself and not follow individuals. But, but to piggyback on that, too, a lot of us come from the Christian world, right? And mm-hmm. with the Christian world, and even black people, we, are on the hold, we always looking for a leader. We're always looking, in a Christian world, you're a sheep, need a shepherd. I'm not saying you're not supposed to have leaders, but some of us just, it's an idea, mm-hmm. I ain't going to see it in your DNA. We've been programmed to, to, you know, like house, like Michael Max say, house niggas and field niggas. Yeah. Like some of us is just straight out house niggas. You know, it's, it's well, gonna, me... it took four hundred years to get here, and you can't mm-hmm. expect just because they heard something conscious, it's dropped all of a sudden. No, right, and so right, that's right. the way it is with a lot of them. And because of with Omar, Umar, whatever. They want to throw him under the bus, and it's a, just a distraction, you know. Whether he good or bad, I mean, like I said, it ain't no good or bad. If you gave him the money, he rip you off. If you don't have his license, so what? You got to take care of you. You got to stay focused on what you own. Don't let him knock you off your square on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and about and the, H&M, the H&M is another distraction, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, Tony, that... Um, 
that uh, I'm glad you brought up that leader leader point too because we were we were in a, a stage of leadership, lead following leaders and stuff like that in the sixties and fifties and all of that. But we're we transitioned out from this Pis, Piscean age, and now we're going into this Aquarian age where there is no more leaders per se, nobody to follow. You're, everybody's going to start understanding that the leader is them inside of them, yeah, the yeah. Christ consciousness inside of them. And that's where this whole information age and stuff like that is popping off because every, it's, it's, a, it's a quick joke. But then again, at the same time, we don't we can't worry about these motherfuckers catching on to it either. So it, it, shit, they better catch catch on or catch up or whatever the fuck they're trying to do because we here and we driving this thing for real. Right, and that's what I like about I, that's what I like about you and uh, uh, Panic. Panic says sometimes people call him and say, "Oh, did I do that right? Did I?" He said, "What the hell are you calling me for? That's your ritual, you know." That's and right. I like the way y'all. And I, I, that's what I like about you. You you don't be coming in controlling stuff. <laughs> you cool. Oh, no, you know, you real smooth. You is, yeah, and I can. That's why I can take from you and learn from you. And when you came back today and told me to be my old self, because I was feeling that, but I couldn't go in as my old self because I done evolved a little bit. And I know reality. I know sometimes they do stuff to to get emotion from you. They wanted your emotion. You know. Right. That's what the fiscal world wants your emotion. That's why they throw the stuff in front of you. The news just wants your emotion. Trump just wants your emotion. You know, mm-hmm. they just want it. Mm-hmm. Us black people, we give it to them right quick. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. The, well, the ego is is uh, the ego, and from well, let me see if I can put on joy real quick. Uh, hold on one second. Let me see. Joy, is this you? North Georgia, George. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Right, yeah, what I was saying, the ego um, that we're talking about is um, is spiritual. Like, when we're talking, when we're dealing with the ego in this uh, context of spirituality, we're just talking about shedding our ego from the spirituality, shedding them thoughts, them uh, thoughts that this stuff is stupid, that this stuff don't work, that, uh, you know, all them negative thoughts about it, or even uh, uh, better yet, like, what are you doing? And, you know, them them little thoughts that come into your head, that's the ego we're talking about. It's the spiritual work. But your ego in this mundane shit, shit, let that shit fly. Hey, bitch, I can... I can uh, fire up my leaves whenever the fuck I want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know something? That's what I wanted to say. And I am going to do it, but I will give him a courtesy of putting a sticky note. Within the next 24 hours, I will be burning leaves. You can take the kids to their grandmamas. You Because the little white grandmama come over a lot. So you could just take, take them with, with her or else, you know, do what you got to do. But in 24 hours, if the state say I can burn my leaves, I can. And we ain't in the city. 
I, I'm from the mm-hmm. inner city. I know where the city. I have nobody on the right of me, nobody in the back of me, nothing but woods where I can meditate. I'm going to start doing some sun gazing. I'm about to dig a hole and start doing some grounding. I heard you say that earlier. It's on and popping. Because ain't nobody over here but me, but there's squirrels, birds, and uh, and uh, chipmunks and stuff. It ain't no people on this side, you know? Oh, damn. You live, then. You got it. Man, yeah, that's good. See, that's what you can go out there, put your feet in that grass, and really yep. soak up some of that energy and get your body healed. And them ions is going to keep on penetrating, and then you're going to start feeling so much light. You're going to be like, wow, I feel great. And trust me, you're going to feel it too, especially when you start doing the sun gazing. But see, this is the thing. A lot of people get discouraged because they're trying to look for a, 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 a revelation or some kind of big uh, atomic bomb to happen to them. But no, nah, it's just a consistent thing that you do to where you start feeling the energy and start getting the, uh, yeah, instead you start getting the emotions. All right, let's jump to chapter two. Chapter two, anybody else on chapter one? Who else I got on here? Let me try to put this guest five on. Hello, guest five, guest five. Are you there? Or say hello, hello? Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Okay. What about you, South California? California. California, IA. No, no, California. All right, everybody just listen, man. I feel you. If you don't got no light, don't worry about it. All right, now, chapter two The Magical Temple or Psychic Laboratory. Okay, so this is basically your magic room, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is basically where you go and do your work, get into your spiritual work. Um, you know what I'm saying? You can do your meditations in there. You can do your rituals in there. And it's a place where you take your way, your yourself away from this mundane and uh, the problems of the day, and you just release yourself and get straight into spirit and try to go straight in, I mean, try to go straight in. There's no other thoughts. Now, you're going to have them thoughts of the day, but keep on dropping them down. Keep, nope, not now, not now. I'm trying to get to the spirit world. See what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So that magical temple is huge and is bigger than what people think because a lot of people think you can just do it with noise and background noise and, you know, stuff like that. You can. There's no right or wrong, but at the same time, you really want to concentrate that mind on your intention. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a big deal. Um, that's a big deal, Kendra. You got anything on that? Well, I mean, uh, like you said, you know, you 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 need that quiet. Like you said, you need that quiet space and stuff. Um, this particular chapter goes on the physical sense, you know, with the with the rod and the shield and the cup and and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and, you know, um, uh, which I think mean, you mean you had said that <laughs> that this is probably a white guy who wrote this. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, Phil Cooper is white, yeah. They lack melanin, so they need all of, a lot yeah. of the um, physical things to connect them mm-hmm. on a spiritual, on a spiritual sense. Um, we can connect spiritually 
um, and just having that peace and tranquility, we can connect spiritually, uh, spiritually because we we uh, we have melanin, mm-hmm. which uh, is connected to the universe, and that that black hole, that black substance, that substance. Mm-hmm. so. Um, yeah. But I mean, I'm not trying to not you know some of the stuff that he has in here. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's very important that you know you understand that these symbols represent you know certain aspects of on the spiritual you know uh, sense. But um, it was very interesting reading about it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but it's but it's it's mainly important about providing that sacred space for you. Like you said before, a person cannot tell you how to do a a ritual. That has to be, if you you are doing the ritual, you're doing the ritual. A person can really, you know, break down, okay, if you're doing it right or wrong. So that's what I got from that. Even the rituals that I try to give out, uh, you got to still make it your own. I'm just giving you a push start to make you uh, go out there into into the magic and try to put things together, you know what I mean, using certain elements or using certain, uh, uh, things that'll help you to make your intention become true. Mm-hmm. You see, but yeah, with that white thing, I heard Black Dot say this too, which which was really struck a chord with me. He said, um, "White people <laughs> have to work harder." You notice how yeah. they work harder in everything. So mm-hmm. they're working harder is basically uh, they're pushing themselves to get to the spirit world way harder than way harder than us because I mean it's something naturally within us. Mm-hmm. Like as you can tell the NBA, the NFL is dominated by black athletes. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's just a natural thing we have inside mm-hmm. of us. We're the fastest, strongest, um, you know, we just we just are. It just is. You see what I'm saying? So when you do see white people um, is something that they're they're trying to uh, overachieve. That's right in these books. They're trying to push the veil to make it to the spirit world too. Like mm-hmm. for instance, uh, Black Dot brought up this Eminem or whatever, and a regular mm-hmm. black person. He said Eminem is not a great rapper. He just works really hard. A black person can just spit it off his tongue. Eminem has mm-hmm. to actually sit there and write and figure out what words go with what and what how this goes with this. Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then he all of a sudden becomes a great rapper. See, black mm-hmm. people, we got that melanin where the words just roll off our tongue when we're spitting. Mm-hmm. It's something inside of us that we're uh were um it's something natural that we're just manipulating the words easier. It just comes outside of us. It's just easy. So yeah, the magical temple, um or magical room, I hate saying magical temple. See, even that's a white thing <laughs> the magical mm-hmm. temple. <laughs> yeah. But um basically uh placing your altars in there, placing your statues in there. And remember, your whole house is an altar. All you're trying to do mm-hmm. with your altars is alter your mind, shift your mind's consciousness to uh, to know that you are this higher being. So when you do walk in to your home, you want to 
feel uh, a sense of um, a, a sense of a different dimension opening up because you have so much spiritual um, stuff in your home <laughs> or items that that speak to you that mm-hmm. the energy just coming left and right, left and right. And mm-hmm. then instead of, you know, being outside of this matrix where you see a KFC, a Walmart, and McDonald's on every corner, it's like, you know, them symbols can really uh, deter you in a, in a certain way. But then when you get inside your home, you're supposed to feel one with yourself, and you're supposed to be in a, a space where... Uh, where um, you can t- tap into your higher self at all times. And the magic room is just a basic place like that. It's supposed to be your whole home, but, you know, if you want to seclude a certain area for your uh, sacred space, then, you know, that's that's important too. So you can go and do your work and uh, really tap into your higher self and get these channels, man. I'm be getting channels like crazy. Yeah. Okay. Any anybody else got anything? Uh, I just I had a question. As far as the altar, does color matter? Because I've been reading lately that color matters. Uh, certain colors supposed to be, uh, manifest certain things. Do you know anything about that? Oh yeah, color is a beautiful thing. Um, color does have certain. Uh, ideas to it um especially with, when you're dealing with candle magic or any anything with color like especially just dealing with the chakras you're um you're you're manipulating them energy centers within you so color does have that certain element of uh of uh rule if you would say but at the same time, whatever color speaks to you, that's what it is. So, you know, everybody say green is prosperity and wealth. But what if green just means, uh, what if green to somebody else means, which is, which I can't, you know, our minds can't see it that way. But what if green means uh, poor to somebody else? You see what I'm saying? Or, yeah, or something yeah. like that. So. But colors are important, though. Yeah, you should you should definitely uh, manipulate your science with colors, especially your room. Do do stuff with colors, like make that stuff magical. I got a whole green room. Mm. You see, what I'm saying the walls are painted green because I know my heart chakra is going to be uh, pulsating and and uh, vibrating in that room. Mm-hmm. Where I can just you know speak my truth and be pure of heart and and uh and dive into my higher self a lot easier. You see what I'm saying, especially when I'm doing work. So yeah, colors are huge. Okay. Colors are huge. All right, let's go to chapter three. Is uh is is Joy on the line? I don't know. She keeps on saying she's on the line. She's not. I don't know. Joy, are you there? I don't know who I have on these these lines, but okay, we're gonna keep on rocking, Joy. You're gonna have to get your phone fixed or something. All right, number three, chapter three, the magical mind. This was a big one. Mm-hmm. This was a huge one. This was it. The conscious mind versus the subconscious mind. 
and the unconscious collective mind. That was a good. I had did that Kaepernick video, and uh, that was literally a channel. Like, like seriously, because I haven't watched no football, but I noticed mm-hmm. everybody was getting injured, and yeah. the channel was just coming straight to me when I made that whole video. It was crazy, and um, and uh, I think our unconscious collective thoughts created all these players to be injured, every single one of them, because wow. it's, it's almost magical to see all the big-time stars injured, right? And we had this whole Colin Kaepernick thing at the beginning and uh, Donald Trump saying what he did, going on a rant about, you know, basically black people trying to hide it in code. You know, black people are smart. They can pick up on that stuff. And that's all black people had to say was, nah, we're not going to play with this. We're going to stand up for ourselves. And the minute them thoughts started going into the universe, oh, boys was dropping left and right in that league. Yeah. Shit, I was saying they better sign Colin Kaepernick quick if he want to play. You know what I'm saying? If they trying to uh, keep a football league, now they have, like, probably the worst Super Bowl ever about to happen because nobody's watching and everybody's hurt. So, yeah, that's just something on the uh, unconscious collective. But with this magical mind, Chapter 3, the conscious and the subconscious mind are two things that we can manipulate to uh, to uh, power up our spiritual world. So, for instance, you have to go through the conscious mind to get to the subconscious mind, right? So the conscious mind is uh, basically telling you, uh, you know, uh, the things you got to do and blah, 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 blah. But when you do these affirmations, right, and you do all this different stuff with spirituality, you have these crystals and stuff, your conscious mind starts believing and knowing, believe, know, right, that, mm-hmm. that uh, uh, wow, it, he's not faking. This is not no joke. He's, this is for real. Like, So your conscious starts feeling that, and it gets implanted into your subconscious mind. That's why consistency, consistency, consistency is key. You see what I'm saying? Because... Um, in that consistent practice of your spiritual work, your subconscious mind starts understanding all of this, all of this magical tools, all of this spiritual work, and um, you're able to manipulate your reality the way you want to. Mm-hmm. And we are here to impact our subconscious mind, <coughs> period, the end, nothing else impact the subconscious mind. So yeah, that's that, the, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go, ahead. go ahead. Yeah, that's the whole purpose of having the rituals. The rituals are not to sit over here and to do the rituals that they're actually doing something on the outside. It's actually to convince your subconscious mind to to actually to bring what you are doing the ritual for, for to influence uh to to uh, reality. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But this particular chapter, I, 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 I mean, I, I've been learning all the chapters. Right. <laughs> so, but it just goes to show you that if a person, it, it goes in the chapter and it talks about hypnosis and a person being hypnotized. If you think about mm-hmm. it, a person being hypnotized will sit over here and do things that they wouldn't consciously do. Mm-hmm. But in hip, with, with hypnosis, you have convinced the subconscious mind that this is a fact that you can do this, that you have the ability to do this. And because mm-hmm. you have convinced the subconscious mind that you have the ability to do it, you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing about it, it talks about, you know, about an athlete getting psyched up, them getting mm-hmm. in that place that where they're able to, you know, get in that winning place and they get, you know, to to do the, the certain uh, uh, acrobatic uh, feats and stuff um, mm-hmm. that people are like, oh my God, is that even humanly possible? But they put in their mind, their subconscious mind, they convince their subconscious mind that they can actually do it and they do it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yep. um, I'm just going to read this. It says, the way to the subconscious power is to be selective thinking, choosing the idea you want in rejecting the so-called facts. Yeah. We, brought, yeah. we brought this book into reality. Yeah. You, know, we, you know, you on your end, you, you was like, I don't know how I'm going to get that book, but I'm going to get that book. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm going to get that book. I'm going to get that book. It, was the fact, mm-hmm. it wasn't the fact that it was like $800, eight to $1,200. That was a fact. That was a mm-hmm. fact. So we dismissed the so-called facts, and guess what? We were we were able to produce this book into our reality, and that's yes. amazing. Yes, yes, and uh, that's that's good, Kendra, about the conscious mind, because um, when you're when you're doing these rituals and stuff, that is all that is all is for. I don't want to deter anybody from not doing rituals, but. The rituals are for your conscious mind to be appeased. So, so basically, to appease your ego, you do these rituals. You keep on, you do them, and you let it go, and your subconscious mind gets um, uh, impacted. So the ritual is for that conscious part of you that's saying, this is not going to work. But when you put things together, now the ritual actually helps in uh in your work in in your in uh making your conscious mind sit down. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it goes in from there. Okay, and uh another thing in chapter three, um uh I guess they yeah, and then that was another thing, chapter three they was talking about the mind control. And the mind control, basically, about you know, with the masses and stuff like that, uh, which is not us, but you know, he—I know he, um, he read, he read it. What? What's the word? Or whatever. He went into that mind control thing a lot in chapter three, and um, basically, it's the same thing with the distractions and uh, be- belief and. Uh, how how people's thought process is made of. And uh, mind control is a thing where it can, can really be uh, 
impacting in in your life and if you can't let go let go of that uh Christian motif, right, or religious motif, then it's gonna be hard to really get into this um this magic because just for the simple fact that you're always thinking, well no, nah, that's not right or oh I don't know about this or what is the government gonna say or Oh, what is what would my mom say or yeah, yeah. you know, so that whole that whole religious motif of that moralism and all of that, that's just a straight no. No, take that out of your consciousness and make something else happen. All right. Anybody else got anything on that? Well, I got well, a question. question. I just went okay. to your Facebook. I mean, I just went to your email, uh, 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 what is website, and it said um, if I want some uh, uh, rituals, do my name and email address. Did you get it yet? Oh uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I got it. Yep. Okay, because sure I'm gonna be honest, I've never done a ritual. I have my altar, but I have, you know, I do uh, aromatherapy. I got a, a a light. You put that light, that salt light lamp, and I got my sage, my white sage. I guess that is a ritual, burning white sage, huh? But I've never done real any rituals like I hear people online be doing. I haven't done any of them yet. So y'all, you're gonna send me some, right? Yeah, I can I can send you some, but uh, what you want to do is, uh, Tony, you want to um, think about your rituals as uh, uh, as like a uh, appointment or a, a date you have, right? So you want to set out time to uh, get all the materials you need, get and have your intention already in mind. And your materials, uh, um, the the space you're going to be doing it in. Are you going to be doing it outside, inside, blah blah blah? And you want to really um, uh, go pure of heart as you're doing the ritual, and um, and and think of things. I'm I, I'm gonna send you some stuff that's uh that will help you that'll help you in this ritual practice but remember rituals should come from yourself too first first yeah i know i know uh, they say you're supposed to tweak them or whatever but the thing with me i really don't know what they say you got to be wrong right now i'm cool i'm real i'm really content right now Mm -hmm. but i do want to you know, I want my health to stay good. I want my mind to stay right. You know, <laughs> and, you know, but it's halfway gone. As for society, they think I'm crazy anyway. So I just play along with the game. You know. Well, no, you can do a ritual to uh, talk to the spirit world. Talk to, you know, ask yourself, ask yourself a question about uh, what what is my purpose here, or okay. you know, like or. Uh, um, you know, if you want to talk to, uh, you know, an ancestor that transitioned or anything like that, or, you know what I mean? So you can do, you, that's what you really want to be doing. You don't want to be doing uh, rituals for this mundane stuff. Now, the mundane stuff is what get people into the magic. But really, and uh, honestly, we're uh, in this thing for the uh, understanding of the transition. 
Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, it's, I'm glad you said that because mm-hmm. I hear people say, and I do say this before I meditate, to the ancestors known and unknown. And I really know my grandmother. She was born in 1912. She died when she was 93. That's the fourth back I go. I don't know the ones before then, but my mom is 80 right now. So, Mama, tell me about the ones because I have one great, uh, my grandmother's sister. We were scared of her because people used to say she was voodoo. But knowing what I know now, I wished I would have wasn't scared of her. I could have been in that way back then. And like you said, with this stuff, I might can call her because she might have knew I was special. I just didn't know it at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, what you can do also is uh, is um, like a grandma that you uh, you said 1912. She was born in 1912, and she lived to be 93. She just died in 05, I think. But she was 93, and she was the coolest one. She understood me more than anybody. She knew I was special, but she accepted it. My mama wanted me to stay in this box, but I've never been able to stay in the box that society put most of us in. I've never been able to. Ever since my whole life, I've been different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should just uh, definitely make an altar for, you know, your ancestors and just start talking to her. I talk to my ancestors all the time and, you know, they live inside of you. Their spirit lives inside of you. So their spirit never uh, goes to the, the other side. You see, so their spirit's always inside of you. So you can talk to them and, you know what I mean? You'll feel that, uh, you can feel the energy and then once you really get real advanced, when you start getting your kundalini to rise to your pineal gland and stuff, then you'll start getting real uh, transmissions to where you can start actually hearing her. Okay, so just start talking to her now because she's hearing you right now. She's probably laughing like, dang, you can't hear and I me. Believe you. <laughs> I believe you too, but have you ever did the kundalini thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm retired. I'm through working. And I just want to live 
You know, I just want to be peaceful. And everything, my life's pretty cool, you know. It's real cool. But like you say, I just want to know why, why I'm still here. What am I here for? But lately, since I get, got spiritual, I'm going to be honest, I keep running into white people. And, and I thought I was prejudiced. I really did. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm serious. I don't hate them. I don't hate them, but I don't, I'm like Malcolm X. Don't, don't. You're not allowed to do something. I worked for this man. He's 41. He got a mind of a five-year-old. His mama act like she, every time I do something, Friday she told me, I mean, yesterday, day before yesterday, she said, I think you're magical. She keep telling me this because, like you say, they don't think. The simple stuff I do, she act like it's a big deal because they had to read about it and had to do it. It's just come natural to me. That's just what it is, you know? And she really, you know, she done went and called the people and said, I need a raise and all this, because after February, I'm gone. I'm just here to serve my little time, do my little thing with him, but I'm ready to move on to the next thing. But I want to, but like you say, I need to ask my ancestors my next move, because I think I'm still here for a reason, for a purpose. It's time for me to help somebody. Hello, hello, hello. Do you hear me? Yeah, I'm back on. Man, I got disconnected somehow. But Is yeah, everybody uh, else still on? Yeah, still on. Yeah. Uh, I thought I thought I was talking too much. Y'all hung up on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, 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 my, no! My phone got disconnected. I don't know what happened. But uh, yeah, you know, it's just a it's just a thing, Tony. Where the process is um. Uh, understanding of what this world really is and then just and then just feeling um enlightened to realize what else is out there or how how far can you reach you see what i'm saying and mm-hmm. that's that's just the whole journey really is just the journey within to uh to see without you know what I mean? See, see, see past this uh, illusionary world. So you know you'll get you you'll get there. You'll get there. You might get there when you know eighty nine, ninety. But okay, but listen to this though. This is another thing about this reincarnation thing. Cause see, I hear people say, if you don't get it this time, you're gonna have to come back and get it the next time. You know what I mean? And I remember. Um, with me, as far as, this, you know, they want to say we all connected. And I really, deep down in my heart, maybe I am connected with white people, but I think they lost their soul when they was up in the mountains. And I think they ain't going to never change, and I really don't want to deal with them. But I think I am keep being forced to deal with them. And I get, I'm getting spots in my face. And I went to the doctor. I say, am I getting this Michael Jackson? Am I getting to turn white? I don't want to be punished and be turned white because I can't get it together with them. But I really don't want to deal with them. I don't hate them, but I don't want them... <laughs> I don't want to deal with them. You know, I don't want them to mess with me. I want to just keep doing me, leave me alone, you know? Exactly. That's all you got to do. Just keep doing you, Tony. Don't worry about them. Don't even, yeah, don't even uh, put them in your, uh, you know. But, 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 see, be. but see, it's hard like this because just like this white boy next door, my sister lives in a $400,000 house. I live in a a hundred and twenty thousand dollar house. He need to be out there with her. She the only black on her neighborhood. <laughs> he, he, he over here with us, 
and, and over here we got Chinese, we got Arabs, we got Mexicans, we got we got everybody over here. So you need to be over there with children. Ain't nobody over. There. I ain't over in his neighborhood trying to live with with them. So what is he right. doing over here? Go back over right. there where y'all come from. But see, he right. know these people around here because he with this black woman. They, <laughs> Mr. Force, he, see, I said, how you doing today? Get in my car and keep the ball rolling, you know? <laughs> Boy, Tony, you are so built. Yeah, I'm 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 sorry. Let's get back to the magic. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's why he there, though, because he got that black wife. He like, yeah, I'm a hood nigga, too. Yeah, that's what, he, that's what he wanted me to see, but I don't see that. Exactly. Yeah, don't you don't see it and don't even fall for it. All right, let's see. Number uh, cha- did everybody everybody chimed in on that chapter three? Well, I, I have a question for you. Okay. Now, now this information that you all are reading, this is my first time being on a call. So, is this the book, The Magician, the Philip Cooper oh, yeah. book? Yeah, this is the Philip Cooper Magician book. Yes, it is. Is this something you can find online, like I can find it online? Oh, yeah, you can find it on our group. Go to our group page, Love Live Life, and it's right there. Well, I mean, I see the picture. That's what I'm looking at, but I don't see where to download oh, the Oh, you got to go to the files. Okay, so go to the files on the, on the, on the group? Mm-hmm. Yep, go to the files on the group, yep. And it, okay. it was a magical way we had got it. It was crazy because, uh, man, I can't. I... Hello? Oh, I see it now. Okay. Yeah. So, obviously, I'm assuming his phone done disconnected again. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's fun- it's yeah. funny how we can still be on. I thought we were all connected to him. No, it's a it's a a site that he's connected through. But um, was it um? You this is your first time, ma'am? Yes, ma'am. It is. I just I just found the book and downloaded. I see y'all have a lot of books up here. I didn't uh, know yeah, there was anything on the files. I never looked on here before. Yeah, we've been going chapter by chapter every week and um, with the holidays, you know, with the uh, New Year's and stuff, um, we kind of like hadn't did it for like three Hello, weeks, so hello, hello. Like hey, hey, hey. Yeah, you got yeah. to Man, I don't know what's going on with this little bullshit ass phone I got, but anyway, we back on. All right, let's get to, oh, but um, did that answer your question? Did you find it? I did. I just I just downloaded it. Yeah. Okay. And what was your name, sweetheart? Melissa. All right. Cool, Melissa. We are happy to have you. You got any insight on what we're talking about? I do. Cool, cool, cool. But you feel that uh, magic? You feel that energy? Kind of, sort of. You get what you get. What we're saying. We don't want to scare people and stuff. I wouldn't like, be here if I didn't. Okay, good, good. So, you know, some people, awesome. some people come on looking for uh the. I thought this was the uh prayer line. <laughs> they be completely confused. Now nah, we into this occult. We into this magic. Let's get mm-hmm. to chapter four. The gods mm-hmm. within. 
Oh, okay, I got one more thing. I got one more thing since you said prayer line. Me and my daughter was talking. Remember when you was in the church and you go down the altar call, right? And remember when the pastor used to lay his hands on your head, right? Have you noticed how he used to take it, the palm of his hand and touch your third eye? You remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and my daughter was talking about that the other day. I believe that they, that's when they would be putting you under that spell, you know? Oh yeah, they have. There's some signs behind that. I uh, I gotta look it up, but there's some signs behind that whole church thing. Not that they know what they're doing, but right. you know the 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 uh, hierarchies that be know what it is. But you know what? It, you know it's what not really good to let nobody lay hands on you because they could be saying one thing out their mouth but have another intent while they touching you. That's uh-huh. true. And, yep, and that's
this, uh, these gods are just describing energies within us. Now, it's our, mm-hmm. it's our duty, especially the Egyptians, they laid out these gods' energies, right? They laid out these gods. I like to call them energies, but let's say gods, titans, whatever all these people want to call them. Uh, they laid them out in a mythology in mythology, right, in a story form, so you can be able to decode it later, which is now, and you will be able to use these certain gods' energies to um, to uh, manipulate your reality and to uh, transcribe your spiritual journey. So um, that's what the whole... Egyptian school was and and all of that and that's what the Moors was um, giving to these white people so they can be able to be the record keepers of this whole magic thing and everything like that. It's all a code. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything from all this mythology, even the Bible, it's a code. It's a big code book. And the gods within is basically saying that. Anybody got anything on chapter four? Yeah, I, what I like about chapter four is um, is that it, it goes back to I think it's chapter one, questioning everything, and that's even questioning God. Is being mm-hmm. able to because that's something that we taught in the church. You don't question God; you just accept mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. um, in in you know it says everything you have to question everything. Even God, you, you know, even you have to even be able to do that. And it brought brought out also how superstition is the best way to protect God um, because they want you to fear Him. So the whole, you know, one of the the one of the I, I really do believe that Christianity and, and also um, uh, Islam, it, some of these religions were worse than slavery because it was able to c- control our minds to the point that when we, when we are conscious and become more conscious, it takes us a while to kind of just, you know, get out of the, the Christian stuff. And I know it did for me. It took me two years before I was able to even, you know, completely come out of it, you know, because I had to really, I had to wrestle with it because I had been, you know, practicing it for over 40 years. But, how, long did it, how long did it take you? It took me two years. It took me two years to study and read and study and read. And I start bring, you know, I had to break it down into pieces to see that this stuff is not this is Bible straight up plagiarism, you know, you know, all the cultures. So I had to, I had to, I had to break that down. But um, I heard um, Bobby Hemmings say this. Um, he was saying that um, uh, that basically. Um, we as black people, as melanated people and stuff, you know, um, we are connected to, to to source. And he was saying that the gods, the gods are within. And we, when we, when we, when we made that transition to come into the Western world and stuff like that, we were dealing with people that didn't have melanin. So the god was without them. You see what I'm saying? They are carbon-like beings. We are carbon beings. We are the gods. And but we. But the mindset of uh, of of, pers- of people that didn't have melanin, you know, so we start to believe that God was in heaven. We start mm-hmm. to believe all these things that God. So we had a disconnection from our true spirituality, 
and stuff like that. Right now we're moving into the age of Aquarius where it also brings up in this book where all ideas, religion, philosophy will be reviewed and those which no longer serve us or we no longer value we need to leave behind. Is no sense in you 40 or 50 years old still believing in Santa Claus? You have mm-hmm. that behind. Or the uh-huh. Tooth Fairy or the Easter Bunny. It's time mm-hmm. for us to leave the behind the thought that God is an aspect that is not that we are not a part of. Our mm-hmm. God is within us. So mm-hmm. if God is within, within us, we cannot separate. We are walking God. Yep. And we have to continue like I said, we have to continue to work this, uh, continue to to convince the subconscious mind that we are these, we are walking gods. And like you said, I mean, not to be, you know, too long, but like you said, these deities that were in the ancient Egypt and even, you know, in, in, in Africa and stuff like that, these deities were ways that our, our ancestors um, were able to, um, we, they are they are aspects of our spirit, you know. Mm-hmm. Just like you're a certain way with your wife, you're a certain way that you're on the line, you're a certain way with you would you know with your enemy. Those are different aspects of your spirit. You always mm-hmm. the same person, but you have different aspects of you. The the deities were different aspects of uh to uh they are different aspects of us. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying of our spirit. And that's how we have to understand that that's why the deities are us. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, so we just, you know, like I said, you know, it's just really coming to, really, you know, because like when you come in out of Christianity, you'd be like, oh, that's king, and oh, that, you know, you kind of fearful of it. And then you, 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 you have to learn to let go of those things that no longer serve you. Yes, yes. Yep, and that's so true because um, if you keep that fear, embedded in your mind, um, you're never going to break. You, you're going to have to, like Tony was saying, that reincarnation, that's for real. Because the 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 idea of reincarnation, which some of these motherfuckers might want to do anyway, but the idea of it is basically um, you you left something here on this earthly plane that you didn't get to. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you do transition and everything like that, you feel guilt, you feel, uh, some kind of, uh, some kind of hold that's still holding you to this earthly realm. And that's why people have to keep on coming back and coming back, coming back because they always feel that they have all will. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to, you know, uh, take care of my kids the way I wanted to, or uh, I wasn't a millionaire, or blah blah blah, or whatever, 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 whatever. People be thinking that this illusion is real. So. Uh, okay, but but by you, I'm not interrupting. But by you just saying that, that's what the, I, I'm understanding. They saying that that's the purpose of us. If our ancestors is inside of us, okay, whatever. That's why you get in touch with them because right now they don't have the physical. We got the physical. 
Once we get in touch with them, they can guide us and show us. And a lot of th- times, us with them can get the mission done. And that way, when we transition, we are, we can go to where we're supposed to go. We don't have to come back here and do it. Because now this is, I haven't seen so many, so much stuff, but this is what I heard. You know, this is one of the things I heard. They said that's the purpose of getting in touch with them. Because you're, since they, like my baby sister, she was 46 when she passed away, right? Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm late 50s. I'm almost 60, okay? Mm-hmm. But, see, I was, I've been through all of it. I've been Catholic, uh, anything. I've married a Muslim. Uh, I've been a Hebrew, Israelite. I've been through all of them. Like she just said, this is my second year in the conscious community. And now I'm hearing, they say, don't say you're in conscious. They say, just say you self-aware, self-mastery and stuff. They say, don't say conscious, because not conscious is supposed to be an, really another religion. That's what I heard on the video the other day. So I'm hearing a whole, I'm getting too much. So when, I'm, when you give me these, I want to start doing a ritual so I can connect and find out my grandmother, my, you know, and my maybe my baby sister, see what's going on to where... You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. for some yeah. reason, I'm still here to try to connect them because they can't do the physical, but mm-hmm. their spirit is in me. You know what I mean? Right. right. Yeah, you just got to start. That's where the whole fear aspect comes in, uh, Tony. You got to start letting go and just letting God, basically uh, uh, letting go of the ego, of that mind saying, oh, this ain't right, this is wrong, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, this is silly. Why am I doing this? You know, that whole, that's, I don't just, think that's, it's silly. I think everything, everything is everything to me. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. lie. It's a reason for everything. And just because you don't see the reason now don't mean it ain't no reason. You know, it, mm-hmm. if I, I can write a book, I don't look like where I've been. A lot of people tell me I don't look like where I've been. I lived in New Orleans, uh, Kendrick. Mm-hmm. I done lived er- almost everywhere in the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's crazy. And it, some way I survived a whole lot of stuff, you know, that mm-hmm. the average person ain't still here to tell about it, you know? Well, this is what I want you to do, Tony. This is what you're going to do. Whenever we get off this phone, just, mm-hmm. start talking, just start talking to your baby sister. Just start talking. You can even use a picture just to uh, to trick your conscious mind into saying, "Oh, well, you know, she's right here." But just start talking. Start and talking. I believe that, and I keep her alive. I do. I keep her alive to me. I do talk to her. She talks to me a lot. She the one okay, who brought me to Georgia. Yeah, yeah, she brought me to Georgia. I'm gonna tell you how long ago. You remember when food stamps used to be in the little tablet where you turn them off? Uh-huh. You don't know when EBT used to be like like paper, like stamp, like you pull them out of the back. That's how we got to Georgia. If we would stop and get a bag of potato chips, the lady give us back change. We put that in the tank, and every so many miles, we got to do that to get here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but you got it done. That's spiritual, you see what I'm saying? Because none of that stuff matters. Like I be telling these people, uh, um, they they be talking about this money or whatever. Of course, you need uh-huh. money to stay live on this mundane world. But man, I'm so good. My spirit, my uh, my spiritual light is so good. I'm just letting everything fly by. I when I be giving away stuff and all this stuff, I don't care about none of that stuff because I know I'm good and I just want to help everybody else in their life. 
Yeah, I think so. And 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 finally, what are we supposed to do with the ancestry money? Oh, burn it and give it to your ancestors. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm looking at the website right now. And just even that, even with that, I was uh, I was um, I just wanted to give it to people to start on their ritual journey, um. While they was buying stuff, like a while ago, I was telling people, yeah, you buy something, I'm going to give you this ancestor money, I'm going to throw in whatever. Uh, but people just kept hitting me up, hitting me up, hitting me up on the emails, like, and I, I want, I just want to buy the ancestor money right now. Can I buy some more of that? So I had to put it back on the site and, um, yeah, make it do what it do. But what I, but, <laughs> This is this is the thing. This whole um, spiritual practice and spiritual journey is is a journey within. So so uh, all this um, physical and whatever you just got to go within and just and see what comes without. And um, Tony, you said you already talked to her. That well, that's it. And she's giving you messages. That's it. That's what it is. That's what it's all about. That's what we're doing. You see, what I'm saying that's how that's how this thing is uh, getting manipulated. That's how this thing is working. We powering this thing up for real. Yeah. yeah. Anybody else got any more insight on that? But see, when I'm, I do have some of my baby sister. See, she was married to a Mexican, right? And they found her body in her living room, right? And, and my brother, everybody think her husband killed her, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to say he did or he didn't, right? But if she tell me he did, I might have to come out of the spirit and go back in the physical and do something bad. So... Mm-hmm. That's why we're going to keep it. I'm going to keep, I keep her, but like they tell me that she'll guide me in the right direction. Because he, he might then kill her, you know? Oh, uh-huh. well, yeah, just uh, what I would say is uh, you can ask her and then go to fall asleep and then see what symbols you get. You see what I'm saying? Ask her tonight, fall asleep, see what symbols you get. And if you get some, uh, uh, some crazy symbols that uh, make you, you know, seem like, yeah, but, oh, yeah, he yeah, but did see, it. But the thing is, I don't know if I want to know, though. I don't know if I want to know that, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what or, I don't know. Or, or, or even better yet, just ask her is, if she's at peace with it. You see what okay. I'm saying? Okay. And, that, and, and because at the same time, when you transition, a lot of people think it's like... Damn, I'm uh, like, damn, I'm dead, I'm gone, blah, blah, blah. Now you just transition, and it's actually mm-hmm. a relief, right? Mm-hmm. It's, a, mm-hmm. it's a relief when you transition. So you actually are, uh, uh, you're actually in a state of uh, feeling great all the time. You know, there's no more burden, there's no more worry, blah, blah, blah. Now, if you if your mind ain't right because you know the mind is all the universe is mental if your mind ain't right you can carry this earthly realm with you and you can still be in fear or whatever your mind has believed right believe no to be is uh is important on this realm so 
if your mind ain't right, then it can really impact your uh, your progression in this realm and how things are. So you definitely want to, uh, you definitely, before you transition, you definitely want to make peace with this uh, earthly realm and know this is just, this is what it is. You know what I mean? That's what the whole my eye thing, I haven't did this, I haven't did that. Nah, you didn't do none of that shit. See what I'm saying? You are what you are. You are a chaos being, and you didn't do none of that down here. You know what I'm saying? Your soul is something completely different than uh, this uh, human body that we have to go through and all of that. Kendra, you got any insight on that? Um, I, I just... Um... I think that, you know, um, going back to what, you know, she was saying about her sister and stuff, I was just thinking about that. You know, a lot of times, you know, uh, especially with our loved ones, but I find that whenever, just this week, I kept seeing my grandmother's name, and I just, I opened up this book, and this was like a couple of weeks ago, I printed up her obituary, and I saw her face. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I mean, the spirit doesn't talk to you and say, "Hey, hey." You know, a lot of times it's 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 it's, it's in a, it's, it's it speaks to you without words. Mm-hmm. You know, which is kind of crazy. A lot, you know, sometimes it it does that. It speaks to you without without words and stuff like that. And you know, um, like you were saying about connecting with your sister and stuff, I think that's very important. It's very important that, you know, I think that's something that, like you said, you should really do. I think, you know, you really should do that and stuff. Mm-hmm. But sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes the spirit is actually trying to connect with you in certain ways and you like, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, no, it's no coincidence. Mm-hmm. Everything is I believe you. I believe you. And I know you're right. And I know, because I'm the only one keeping her alive. The rest of them want to say she did. And my my parents got mad because I wouldn't go. I stopped going to her gravesite because to me, she ain't in that ground. She's in me. And when the detective found her, I said, how, how does she look? He said, she still looks just like you. Me and her was the only two blacks. We the rebels in the family. <laughs> Everybody else stay in the box. Me and her be out of the box. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my girl, you know. And so mm-hmm. I know this. And believe it or not, she was into this a little bit, but we were still in church, and I used to think she was crazy. She wanted to go light candles and all this craziness. And I said, no. You know, I used to tell her, no, because we'd be in my daddy's candle like She'd tell me, let me give, give me the keys. Let me. You ain't going to light no candle. You better stay here, you know. But now that I'm here, I see what she was trying to do. She might was new then, and I just, you know, I was one of the ones that the Christian people we see now, I was one of them, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how it goes. It takes some time to get, get through with it, but it is what it is. We are we are walking through this thing the right way. Man, this is a great uh this is a great review, y'all. I'm not gonna even lie to y'all. This is a great review. I got so much insight and so much light from even Tony, just your stories and Kendra, your light too. It was great. And uh to the people that we couldn't get on, Joy and um I know Sai was trying to get on and stuff, but I don't know, we couldn't hear y'all, so 
Maybe y'all, maybe it's my computer, maybe it's y'all phone. I don't know. I was clicking along, but it wasn't working. But hey, we're keeping this thing rocking. If you didn't get a chance to talk, don't worry. Next time we'll plug you in. You see what I'm saying? Uh, next week, same time, same channel. We are doing chapter five, right, Kendra? Chapter five, the elements, yeah. huh? Yeah, yeah, the four elements. Yeah, Yeah, and that's a that's a good that's a uh that chapter five is real good because it's uh it's gonna dive into um a lot. But um we'll figure it out. We should do chapter five and chapter six. Uh but you know, we'll play it by ear. What what you think, Kendra? Oh no, chapter five is a lot. I think that's the chapter. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it is it's a lot. lot of chapter. It's a lot of information, but but before all the he start getting into the ritualistic stuff and you yeah, know, the stuff ritualistic to, stuff. Yeah, they have a they have a yeah the the whole ritualistic stuff in chapter five is very detailed. Mm-hmm. Before but, um, you start getting into that, mm-hmm. yeah, go go ahead. Yeah, see, it's it's very it's very it's, it's the ritualistic stuff with the white candle and doing the the the, the different mm-hmm. signs is uh yeah and stuff. I'm yeah, telling you, see. I'm telling you, this whole experience is totally different from what we have all been taught. Mm-hmm. So you know, is you know. But like, you know, we were all, you know, you were saying before is to convince that conscious mind, which is, which is, which the conscious mind uh, is is almost, it, it, the conscious mind has to be convinced to open up the subconscious mind to, mm-hmm. to, to, for us to able to, uh, you know, to be mad. Yeah. And yeah. it's about convincing that, that conscious mind, hey, but that's why it's very important. Like you said, magic is always on your mind. That is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and it's the will. It's just the will and the drive to uh, yeah. push through, to, to push through to that subconscious mind, and to create my own reality. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And to be the god that I know I am. You see what I mean? Yeah. So it's just a, it's it's all about that, and. Um, and having fun with this thing, you know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. taking nothing too serious and just being um, invoked or being this guy body that I know mm-hmm. I am, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This chaos being that I have the strength to be. So it's a, it's a wonderful thing. It's and a the magical spirit thing. continues to guide you because you are helping other people to reach that spiritual world. Um, I was, mm-hmm. you know, I was, <laughs> I listened to Panic, um, and Panic at once said the only thing that the uh, spirit world find offensive and uh, and they will, you know, handle you is to stop somebody, uh, to mm-hmm. stop someone from helping other people reach that spirit, reach them. Then that's what, mm-hmm. that's what they find offense. They don't care about what you're doing morally. That's not even a question. They don't care if you sell dope, you know, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever it may be. You know, because a lot of times, you know, we get caught in the moralistic and also in the laws, too. You know, you know, where we find, oh, he broke the law. You know, mm-hmm. even if the mm-hmm. person was trying to do 
some good, you know, from what, you know. Yeah. No, that's, that's faith, yeah. That. And that's not, mm-hmm. the spirit world is not even about that. And it's very important for our people to know that, you know, because during the Jim yeah. Crow era, you know, I mean, I'm just going to say, during the Jim Crow era, a lot of times, you know, when they were doing all the lynches in the South, it was word in up north, you know, well, you know, some of these lynches was because, you know, these black men had raped these women. And it would be like, I mean, I mean, if they'd done that, you know, because we're so stuck in the moralistic ways where this yeah. is on some time, and our people, we weren't even trying to liberate our own people because we were so caught up in moralistic things, you know, thinking. Mm-hmm. So we need to get, we need to get out of it. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, and people gotta really understand that this is an animalistic realm that we live on. So you gotta shit, you gotta piss, you gotta. You know, so once you're living from that animal part of you, that that root chakra, when you're living in, mm-hmm. when you're dwelling in that, then your um your mentality is gonna. Do you see these kids out here, mm-hmm. man? I'm telling you, these people out here are are crazy zombie kids. Like they don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So you that just that alone just tells you like if the females, the the guys, the females, it don't matter. They are out of their mind, they're doing whatever they want. And that's a, a form of uh, that animal animal uh, instinct that they're having in, inside of them to whatever they be saying, get the bag and all that other BS shit. But at the same time, they're expressing their self, they're expressing their creativity, right, in a way that's, uh, that's not spiritual, but it's physical. But if mm-hmm. they raise if they raise that light up through the heart chakra, past the heart chakra, then their create their create creative energy will be expressed in a, a more powerful and more magical way, to where they don't have to do all this animalistic stuff to, you know, what I'm saying, uh, be be who they are. And that's the whole thing: the matrix, the media, and all of that. They're going to put them on TV because they want you to believe, right? That's what mm-hmm. you, that's what, that's what it is. That's what's hot. It would be like this chick or be, you know, be like this dude or whatever, you know, it's, it's crazy. But, um, but yeah, um, it's been a great, it's been a great share, man. I, I enjoy these calls every time we're going to jump right into it again next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll see y'all when I see y'all. See y'all on Facebook. Peace. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.